Welcome to Church History. I'm your host, Laura Lee Siemens. This is our summer season. I'm telling the stories of our great hymns. This podcast tells the story of the church in chronological order. We started with the story of Jesus, and we have traveled through history into the 1800s. For this summer, we're going to tell the story of the church in chronological order through our great hymns. So, enjoy this summer season. Today we're talking about one of the greatest songs in our church history, A Mighty Fortress. Not only is it one of the greatest songs, it's one of the oldest, written in 1529. The song was written by Martin Luther. To tell his story, it would take a long time. Three episodes, in fact. And that is what we did in season two. And I'm going to put the links to those episodes in the show notes. In this episode, we're going to tell the story of Martin Luther in a quick and very short condensed version. But I would recommend going back to listen to the episodes on Martin Luther, especially the episode called the scandalous story of Anna Lament. Here is a short story for A Mighty Fortress. Martin Luther was born on November 10th, 1483. His parents were Hans and Margaretha Lutter. His family was wealthy, and his father owned the local copper mine. Martin was raised with money, and his father had plans for him. At the age of 17, Martin was sent to university. He got his bachelor's degree, followed by his master's degree, and then he left for law school. It was in 1505 when Martin was caught unexpectedly in a terrible thunderstorm in the middle of the woods that his life changed. He was afraid he might not make it home alive. He called out to a saint for help. He yelled for St. Anne the mother of Mary. He said, St. Anne, help, and I will become a monk. His father was not happy when Martin took the vow seriously and left law school to join the church. Martin joined the church and jumped in wholehearted. He wanted nothing more than to please God. That led him to do every good work he could think of. He fasted and even scourged himself. He took long pilgrimages and prayed for hours. But the more he did, the farther away God seemed to be. He continued his education. This time, instead of law, he studied a degree in biblical studies and in sentences, which is how they said theology in the Middle Ages, and then a doctor of theology in 1509. Martin felt like a sinner and nothing he was doing was fixing that. The more he did to earn God's love, the more he felt his sin. It was a trip to Rome that he thought would earn him his penance, but only instead showed him the corruption of the church. He was torn. He wanted to please God, but what could he do if the church was corrupt? How could he please God? Then he did something you think he would have done already, 
especially with all the schooling in theology. He got a Bible and he read it. During this time in church history, reading the Bible was not something encouraged. In fact, the Bible was not available to the common people. While he was reading, he came upon the passage that read, He who through faith is righteous shall live. Martin also read the writings of reformers in the church, such as John Huss. It was through their writings, combined with the book of Galatians, that Martin came to see that salvation was not something he could earn. It was something that God was freely giving, and it was faith alone that could save him. Halloween night, 1517, Martin took his 95 theses. 95 things he thought the church was teaching that was false, and nailed them to the church door. While some people think of this moment as the start of the Reformation, the Reformation had started years before. Men had already faced the price for trying to reform the church, burned at the stake. But at this moment, this was an essential moment in the Reformation. Martin Luther wanted everyone to have a Bible, so he worked to translate the Bible into the language of the German people. He became close friends with William Tyndale, who translated the Bible into English. Churches were started that were not part of the Catholic Church, and in these new churches, Martin wanted to make sure that music was a big part of the service. He didn't want chants, he wanted songs, songs that people could take home and sing in their own homes. He wrote at one point that no sermon should be preached without a song first sung. One of the songs he wrote that became very popular was called The Battle Hymn of the Reformation. The words of this song came from Psalms chapter 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And Luther did face trouble. He was condemned by Pope Leo X. He faced court trials, the diet of worms. He had to escape for his life and lived in hiding for years. He was quoted saying, I cannot and will not recant of anything, for to go against conscience is neither right nor safe. Here I stand, I can do no other. So help me God. Amen. He lived through the Black Plague and opened his home to sick people, even though his wife was pregnant at the time. They watched people die in their homes, including close family friends. His daughter was born during this time and survived, only to die eight months after the plague had ended. He was excommunicated from the church and lived under the constant threat of death. Not only that, but people who were following his teachings were also excommunicated and many killed. His life was a constant storm, much worse than the thunderstorm that had started his journey with God. But through it all, he remained strong, based on Psalm chapter 46. God was his refuge and his strength. God was always present and to help when he was in trouble. Martin knew that his battle was not against the church. The battle was against the same ancient foe we have always faced, Satan. And he fought 
because he knew that we are in a battle, not of flesh and blood, but a war between Satan and God. And he knew that he was on God's side. So no matter what happens, God was going to win. And so he wrote these words. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. Did we in our own strength confide, our striving would be losing. We're not the right man on our side, the man of God's own choosing. Just ask who it might be. Christ Jesus, it's he. Lord Sabbath his name, from age to age the same, and he must win the battle. When the song was translated into English by Thomas Carlyle, the name was changed to A Mighty Fortress is Our God. There is so much more to the story of Martin Luther, and like I said, I'll leave the links to the episode of his life in the show notes. But for now, I'm going to let you listen to A Mighty Fortress is Our God, sung by Reawaken Hymns. Reawaken Hymns is a great resource for anyone in ministry. We used this ministry when we were hosting home church during the lockdowns when the government closed the churches where I live. I'm going to have a link to the website in the show notes. Please enjoy listening to this great hymn. 